0: Hey guys, it's Veeps. We are going to be on winter break until January 11th, so here's a rebroadcast of our most popular episodes of 2016. Have a happy holidays, and we'll see you next year. But you don't know me. Shut up and sit down. So, this is You Don't Know Me, a podcast about a whole bunch of people that you don't know. Today, I'm your host, Beeps, and we also have Andrew. Last time he was Andy, by the way. So. Last time I was
1: Andy. Now I'm Andrew. Uh, next week, I think I might uh, switch over to Philip.
0: <laughs> All right. So, um, Andrew and I actually know each other from theater. Yes, we do. So, theater stories.
1: Yes. Well, what the hell have we been in together? Dark of the Moon. Okay, we were in that, yes. That was the one where I played a crazy redneck rapist. Yeah. Yes.
0: Um, But I've heard a lot of stories about some of the other stuff you've been in. Like, what was the time that you broke your arm?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. So there was this play I was in, and this was after you had gone to to China. Mm. Um, And uh, it was called Noises Off, and whoever's listening to this, which is probably going to be nobody, so that (laughs) makes me feel a lot better, um... (laughs) It's it's a play within a play. Mm. It's essentially uh about this theater troupe that is trying to put on an old school English farce, like a bedroom farce. Mm. Uh which is, you know, is, you know, people running in and out of doors and there's a lot of complicated choreography that goes on in those <laughs> okay. bedroom farces because building into it. Complicated yeah, choreography. Complicated yeah, very complicated. Uh, choreography because, you know, you have to get your timing right with people coming in and out of doors. Maybe one person isn't supposed to see another person yet, so yeah. you have to be very careful about that to make sure all the timing is right. And this play is about a troop of people trying to put that kind of play on.
0: Oh. So
1: the first act is their rehearsal. Okay. The second act is from the backstage while that play is going on. And then the third act is from the front of the house. So you can see the actual play happening. So in noise is Off, the first act with rehearsal, uh, they're just kind of fucking up, not getting their lines right. People aren't doing things the way they're supposed to be doing it. And I played the director of the theater troupe, and I'm trying to direct all of them while at the same time my character's having an affair and running around and being a total pompous asshole. It was a great role. I love playing it. Because <laughs> Very... I, I just got to be myself. <laughs> um, and then the second act, the second act, it's about 15 minutes of setup dialogue. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the act for act two, there's no dialogue. It's all action. Oh, really? It's just, it's, just it's all, body comedy? Like physical yeah, comedy? it's all choreography because the play starts in the second act. Uh, from the backstage, and
0: uh, oh, so the, yeah, you can't talk. Yeah, yeah. so you can't talk. Yeah. So all
1: of these these actors, quote unquote, are running around and and trying not to talk, but things are going awful. People are missing their cues. You know, <laughs> there's a whiskey bottle and an axe being thrown around. Something's on fire. There's like a friggin' for some reason there was a cactus plant, and I don't remember why there was, and it, that's in there. Dude, this, it's a great play. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious. And we, we knocked it out of park and, and people loved it, but (laughs) big, but, (laughs) but the Sunday before, uh, we were supposed to put on the play and show it for the first time, which was going to be on Thursday. Uh, we were doing a last minute dress rehearsal. Yeah and in the third act, right before we were done for the night, and we'd been there for six hours, and we were exhausted because we'd had to run through the play like three times. Yeah, and the, yeah the tech week. Our, our director was pissy and, and, mm-hmm. and not having a good time, and it felt like nothing was coming together, which is basically every play that every you'll ever- Every tech week ever. Yeah. <laughs> every tech week is always like that. Uh, and during the middle of the third act, I, during the third act, fell out of a window on stage that was a staggering three feet high
0: <laughs> so were you supposed to fall out of the window yeah so
1: my character the director he uh he was supposed to take the place of uh the burglar in the farce because the burglar um. was p- supposed to be played in the play by a drunk guy who couldn't play the burglar right and never got his timing right so the director decided to come through as yeah. the burglar and come through the window, mm. okay, when, when, when it's supposed to be the burglar's time. And at this point in the play, there's, like, three different burglars on stage at the same time. Because everybody's <laughs> trying to cover for this guy. Well, I come through this window, and it's so high up. It's, like, three feet high up, man. And I decided, you know, it would be really funny if the director had no idea uh, how to come through a window or do a stunt or anything.
0: <laughs> so you just throw some extra physical...
1: Yeah, so yeah. he... Uh, so, you know, I decided to throw a couple of extra bits of physical comedy in there, like um, breaking my arm. And that was seemed like a really good idea. Uh, so I did it. I hopped out that window and um, my clavicle snapped like a twig. Oh, my
0: God. Wait, so did you? Okay, I can't tell if you're 100% joking or like you really just didn't know how to climb through the window.
1: I, I totally messed up the most simple uh stunt possible which is jumping from one small ledge down to a floor (laughs) I somehow managed to royally screw that up and And not just like not like twist your ankle like no like I I tore the tendons that connect my clavicle to the rest of my arm yeah and you can actually feel and see the bump where the clavicle was permanently sticking up a little bit more
0: oh geez yeah
1: and apparently it's a very common sports injury Hmm. uh so uh that happened
0: (laughs) so you have a common sports injury yeah i have a common so i
1: i at first i didn't even know what had happened i i i got up and was like oh my god what the fuck just happened and I tried to move my arm, and I couldn't, and that was around the time I realized I was in a lot of trouble and i i It was the most pain, the most pain I'd ever been in my whole life i i I blacked out almost and uh fell down on the floor and <laughs> made
0: an even bigger scene. yeah, I made a
1: huge scene out of it, and uh people's voices were getting distant and cloudy. <laughs> Because I was in so much pain that I was I was going into mild shock. Because <laughs> it hurt like a son of a bitch. So my friend Tim and my other friend Tim uh, and my other friend Tim <laughs> <laughs> drug me to the hospital and put me in a sling. So you remember how I said that this play has a lot of really complicated choreography? Yeah. Guess who had probably some of the most complicated choreography out of everybody? The guy with the broken arm. This guy. Because I'm, the, I'm one of the only characters that spends the entire time backstage Yeah. during the second act. And I'm the one that's running around and handing off stuff to people all the time. Oh. So yeah, I had, so had a that. giant full fire axe. I had a cactus. I had a full bottle of whiskey. I, I, I would be changing this stuff. I'd be running into people. I'd be bumping into them, shaking them. Uh, all of this had to be choreographed and timed perfectly mm. and had to do all of that, well, with my arm in a sling.
0: <laughs> like, instead of shaking them, just smack them. No, like. but
1: I, I did definitely bring the pain pills that the doctor gave me and I popped a couple of them while on stage during the play. Because <laughs> I started to get, like, I started to feel a lot of pain. And in my, in my arm, when I was holding the axe...
0: Totally fits the character, too, so... Yeah,
1: so <laughs> I, I popped a couple of, of pain pills, like 800 milligrams of ibuprofen or something, yeah. and I was just like... Pop, pop, and ate those, and then I gave the pill bottle to one of the other actors... And he took it to go do something and bring back flowers at some point. Uh. Uh, and then I, I I had to go find the pill bottle afterwards and take a few more because I was in a lot of pain. I shouldn't <laughs> have been in that play in that condition. <laughs> it's a bad idea. Uh, and that was Noises <laughs> Off. That was Noises Off.
0: <laughs> I like it. I like this story a lot. <laughs> so how did you guys work in the whole sling thing?
1: Um. So this is what we had to do. Uh, We had to write in, uh, during the first act, an explanation for why my character was in a sling. (laughs) Because it wouldn't have made any sense. This director just has a sling on. Why does he have a sling on? That's a pretty major visual thing that people would wonder about. So we had to throw that in there during one of my monologues. And I decided that since we're pretty much doing this off the cuff, I thought it would be appropriate for my character to blame the uh, prop maker and <laughs> <laughs> just put it all on him and tell him that the reason I was in a sling is because he didn't nail the floorboards in right and I was really pissed at him about it. <laughs> so that's how we did that and that's how we wrote it in and people bought it. Like, if you hadn't seen the play before and you just walked in, you I just now. kind of say it off the cuff during the middle of a monologue and people came up to me and they were like that was so funny man uh uh how how long did you have to practice being in the sling for to get all that right and i would tell them no i I broke my arm
0: i know like like this literally happened three days ago
1: (laughs) yeah i'm in a lot of pain
0: (laughs) i'm in a lot of pills right now
1: (laughs) (laughs) someone's probably gonna have to drive me home
0: (laughs) you know in terms of shows that you're putting on like comedy shows are the best they're just a gold mine for just crazy mishaps and yeah
1: it was so funny because I, I felt I felt like we ended up living the play noises off <laughs> because in the process of trying to put on this play within a play about people fucking up making a play yeah we were fucking up making a play like th- the set without us meaning to it would fall apart yeah. during the actual show. <laughs> <laughs> and people thought that it was part of the act like someone was there pushing a the wall over but yeah. no really a, a wall in the first act during rehearsal someone comes in slams the door and this wall that's supposed to be blocking a, a window falls down and almost crushes one of our actresses during the actual play oh geez. and then later in the second act on one of our shows one of the guys completely misses his cue <laughs> Completely misses his cue, pisses off one of the actresses, she's upset, and people are trying to run interference in the backstage, while the backstage portion of the show is going on. I had to come out and I started whispering, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? Where is everybody? What's going on? We ended up having an improv. The, 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 at least half of the second act, before everybody got back into their, their uh. actual positions that they were supposed to be yeah. in. It was, I've had to do that before, too oh man it was just whew.
0: That worst a, lot part, of fun. a lot of fun <laughs> those, those, those cues that aren't dependent upon anything that's happening like if you're the actor that has basically one of those that's going to be the trigger for the, everything else that's happening mm-hmm. for the rest of the scene I've been in that situation a lot um, when I was in high school we did a show called Vanities I had never been in something that was that much like comedy timing based. That mm-hmm. was one of my first that like every like facial expression really mattered for that character. And there was one point where um, they're sitting there talking to the two girls and like the one is like talking about sex, and she's you know getting kind of curious about it and when we're in high school. and I'm standing over in the corner and I'm filing my nails. and I'm just like listening to the conversation, but acting like I'm not. So I'm facing the audience. and I'm just acting out the character of what's natural. I didn't realize how funny this would be until I was actually in the show on stage with the audience. And I'm like filing and like listening and making these really extreme faces and like (laughs) slowly turning around and like, like reacting to everything. And they are dying. And it took me so long to figure out that they were laughing at me. And when it hit me that they were laughing at me, I almost broke. Like I, yeah, I was just like, Oh God, this is really funny. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so my dad said t- my dad said he was watching me the whole time and he saw that moment of like oh. where I was like almost almost started laughing because I realized like how I, ridiculous it was. I think
1: one of the things that struck me as being so strange is how when I'm in a play and when I'm in a comedy, mm-hmm. it it never occurs to me that I'm tr- that I'm being funny. I'm yeah. just trying not to Fuck it up! Yeah. You know I, you're like
0: you're I, doing the character. I'm nervous as
1: hell. Yeah, you know I, I'm trying to inhabit this character. Yeah. and and sell it as yeah. hard as I can, and people are laughing, or maybe they're not laughing, and yeah. I have no idea if I'm doing this right or yeah. not. It you feel that way? I don't know if you know more veteran people who did it as more of their career.
0: In terms of theater experiences here. I do want to talk to you about some of the skills that you have to learn. Like Whenever you get cast with a particular character, I know you have to learn some weird shit sometimes. So what is the weirdest skill you've ever had to learn in a show?
1: Oh, man, that's a good question. Um, Weirdest skill that I think I had to pick up was uh, how to do uh, stage fighting correctly. Okay, yeah. I I, I didn't know how to... Honestly, I don't know how to do it. And... I would substitute stage fighting and, you know, doing stunt work and everything by just having people do it to me.
0: Oh, yeah. that's you know? I still don't know how to do it. So
1: I'd rather it's it's so frustrating to me when it's like you're trying to do a, st- a stage slap and you don't get the timing right, mm-hmm. because honestly, that's hard. Uh, and it
0: looks like shit. Yeah, I. Re- there's no, there's no middle ground with it. There's no passable. Like you either nail it or it looks. Yeah.
1: Chaotic. So i I was just. I was just. Just slap me. Just slap the shit out of me, dude. Make it look. <laughs> make it look good. Slap the shit out of me.
0: I did have to do that. So when we were in Dark of the Moon, uh-huh. the girl that was playing my daughter, we could not time our slap right. Yeah. And I finally, we had a conversation, and she did the same thing. She was like, you know what? Just hit me. And so we get on stage, like literally the first night, mm-hmm. we were so afraid of messing it up. And I got so into the character yeah. that I smacked the shit out of her. And she full on reacted. And I was like, oh, oh God. Like, But yeah. I couldn't because the character was pissed off and was actually hitting her, so.
1: Yeah, yeah. That particular play, I had to get into a, a fist fight probably two or three times in that play for my oh, character. that was
0: really physical and not in like comedy way because it yeah, wasn't a Yeah, because it, was
1: it, was, it wasn't a comedy. It was a very serious business drama um, that just happened to have witches in it. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it just happened to have a witch boy in it.
1: Yeah. Witch boy! Witch boy! Come here, witch boy! <sighs> Brother. Um... <laughs> so the stage fighting stuff you know in played against Sam I just had Humphrey Bogart I played the Woody Allen character and I would just have the guy playing Humphrey Bogart I'd just tell him just slap me just slap me because yeah. it's not going to look good otherwise and if we get lucky you'll knock my glasses off and it'll be hilarious it'll be a great physical gag Yeah. So, and that did happen a couple of times and one time the guy slapped me too hard and it drew blood in my mouth <laughs>
0: And, and then I realized
1: impact. that maybe I should get a little bit better at stage fighting.
0: <laughs> so that you don't have to bleed. Every and time then a couple of stage. months
1: later, I broke my arm trying to do a stunt work. So <laughs> <Trying to laughs> maybe, a maybe being in plays and doing anything physical is just a recipe for disaster with me. Because I'm pretty sure I'm just going to get hurt yeah. very badly. Uh, but in, in Dark of the Moon, you were talking about how when you slapped her and you felt almost really instantly instantly felt bad right yeah well i discussed with um the guy that played which boy or john as the character was called Mm -hmm. i think right yeah called john yeah so john and i uh talked about it and there's a scene where i'm basically asking uh the love interest for john to be my wife and i'm kind of being a super creep about it And John comes in and kind of ruins the moment because the girl's obviously in love with him, Mm -hmm. um, the antagonist. Yeah. So me and John talked about it. And during this scene, we decided it'd be really great if I were to uh, do something really awful to John, as sort of out of of spite or because I'm jealous. So we decided it'd be a good idea if uh, I spit on John. If I spit on him, like, on his chest or something. Uh Uh-huh. And we talked about it, and we even agreed, you know what? Actually spit on me. Because you'll be able to see it with the light hitting the spit. Oh, yeah. And it'll be great. It'll really drive home just how much of a piece of shit this character is. Oh, yeah. So, we did that uh, with the chest spitting a couple of times. Uh while we were doing the play, and, I mean, it got good reactions, you know, yeah. lots of gasps and everything. Um, and, but one night, I wasn't really thinking about it or paying attention, and I kind of got a little too in character. I, I, it was one of the few times I can recall where, you know, the, the, the fourth wall had firmly established itself. Yeah. And it was like the audience wasn't there, and I accidentally spit in his face. Oh, God and i i I was still in character and i i i immediately walked off stage after i do that you know that's what i'm supposed to do after i spit on him i'm I'm supposed to walk off stage
0: Mm -hmm.
1: i walk off stage and immediately it was like oh god oh no what did i do (laughs) what did i do (laughs) john comes back stage after the scene is over and he's, he's someone hands him a towel and he's wiping his face. And I'm sitting there going, forgive me, John. Please forgive me. I did not mean to do that. I I, I missed the mark. I don't know what happened, you know? I, and, and he was just like, it got so many gasps as he's just wiping my own spittle off his face. And that's Can it. I that's say, all there the was to it. The way that you're
0: acting this out in front of me is uh-huh. the funniest part. <laughs> I'm so just, sorry that you guys can't see this. Uh, so.
1: Yeah, it, I felt so bad and uh our friend H yeah. uh, got mad at me for it because she saw me do it and she got so mad at me. Uh she's like, Andrew! What did you do that for? Oh my gosh, it's just a play. And I was like, I didn't mean I didn't mean to, man It's just in the moment. It's in the moment. Yeah. Good. No, that's
0: exactly what happened. And I, the first time I smacked the shit out of her, I left, like, a handprint on her face mm-hmm. because I did that. But um, that's actually not the weirdest. So I had to learn a very, very strange skill as well for one of my shows. Yeah. I was in Waiting for Godot.
1: Oh, yes. Waiting for Godot. Okay. I know.
0: And we did this at my all-girls boarding school, <laughs> and it was a gender-bent version. So it was kind of, right. like, gender... I wouldn't say, like full-on gender bent, but it was, like, gender-neutral, kind of. Uh Uh-huh. So we dressed very masculine, but we were obviously still women. Yeah. Um, And I was potso, and I had to learn how to crack a whip. A really Really? large whip. And I spent – I could not figure this out. Like, cracking a whip seems like it would be really easy, but when it's a massive whip, like, that's really hard. Also because you're afraid to, like, hit somebody, actually. Like, I had a legit, very real whip that I had to crack on stage with the slave person. You know, basically, Pato has that person that's on a mm-hmm. rope with them, um, And I was so afraid of hitting that girl so bad that, like, for the longest time, I, I just, like, couldn't get it because I was terrified of, like, hurting someone. And then when I did, I mean, it was like startling. Like it's so loud. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. So yeah, they a... they
1: sound they sound like a thirty-eight special going off whenever you <laughs> They you're, really do. They're they're super loud. It had um, such an
0: impact in the stage, though. I mean, like because the audience will react because they're mm-hmm. like, oh shit, that's a real whip. Like yeah, yeah, I
1: mean, yeah. In order to get that realism, you you pretty much have to have the real thing on on stage. Yeah. Kind of weird the way militude works with theater stuff um i had to learn to chop wood for dark of the moon <laughs> oh yeah um and but they um didn't sharpen the axe and all the wood was rotten so on several occasions i'm supposed to be this big strongman character in this play and i'm coming over to show john what for and chop his wood for him and i take this mighty swing and the axe just just sticks about two inches deep into the, into the logs because they're so rotten and gross and wet. You can't chop through it at all. And we had to improvise on stage for a serious business drama, yeah. us getting into a tiff about how he needs to sharpen his axe because that's why he's having such trouble chopping his wood. Oh. Yeah. God, that also
0: brings me back to so many of the improv classes that we took as mm-hmm. well, because the f- I think the first one the, you'll do those like rapid fire games where you have three lines to build a scene um and I came in one time, and same girl that was our director was my partner in that, and <laughs> I literally came in like dragging something. <laughs> she was like, "What are you doing and i'm like what do you mean it's the it's the body like <laughs> Immediately, the, the director was like, ooh, that's dark. She, like, announced it. It was really <laughs> fucked up. And everybody That's was a great like, way
1: to start off any <laughs> any sort of improv. It's just, I'm just going to start off by dragging in this dead body. Let's see where we go from here. The other time oh, I man. did, like, a
0: fake gun in her face, mm-hmm. and I did this super southern girl, and I was like, I know what you've been doing with my husband! And she was like, <laughs> uh... And she just stood there in complete... Rose. like it was oh it was that's really funny.
1: funny Do you remember those games uh the improv games that we'd have to do to to learn mm-hmm. you know to get on each other's level or
0: yeah oh,
1: man, mean the, the hardest one was the one where you had to uh stand apart from each other mm-hmm. and you would both have to announce a word at the same time and try to guess and you both had to f- figure out a way to announce the exact same word Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you, so can you do know, the like, timing together. like yeah. you would stand there and say the first time I'd say pineapple, and the other guy would say at the same time, fire truck. And yeah. so we would have to stop, look at each other, take a step forward and get closer to each other, <laughs> and then we'd have to try it again, yeah. try and get the same exact word down. Yeah. And it'd be, you know, then he would say apple, and I would say ford focus (laughs) you know not really helping at all (laughs) you know it's a fiesta that's what we're talking about right um and you have to get closer and closer and closer and i did this with my friend r and uh we did it in a class with a couple of other people and the girls were amazing they'd do it really quickly Mm -hmm. like they'd take three maybe five steps and they'd have it. Mm-hmm. Me and R, we were basically making out with each other before the words ever uttered out of our lips. That the same word together, and um, it also it was underwear. I remember very specifically that the word was underwear.
0: <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. And that's God, so I funny. fucking
1: hated it. Oh, I hated doing those dumb setup games, or or the ones where you know, everybody would get in a circle and they'd have to go slap, bang, or, or whatever. No, zip, zip, zap, zop.
0: Yeah, zip, fucking, zap, zop. Fucking, I
1: don't yeah. care. I, 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 it doesn't affect me it or my ability to, to act.
0: summer it, camp when I, we were doing this. Yeah, those.
1: I felt so summer lame. Some of them are really it.
0: beneficial. Like, the word game, that's, like, actually legitimately really hard and you have to pay attention you mm-hmm. have to listen. But, zip, zap, zop, like, uh. Zip,
1: zap, zop.
0: So... To kind of move things along, let's talk about some characters that we've had okay. to play. Um, so, what is probably the craziest character you've ever had to play? So, think about one, like, pick one that's, like, really, really funny.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And pick one that was, like, challenging.
1: Okay. Well, the first play I was in, I was in The Importance of Being Earnest. Mm-hmm. And I got the... I
0: love that movie, by the way. I love that. I
1: got the title role of Ernest... Yeah. Uh And that was the first play I'd ever been in. So that was weird. And that that was, like, you know, for the Holly and all that. So they had already been doing, like, a bunch of auditions. Mm -hmm. I was drugged there by R um, Mm -hmm. just on a whim. I didn't even intend to to try out for it, but I went with them. And they ended up uh, choosing me for the role. So that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, That character, yeah, having to be cognizant of being super proper and walking a certain way and making sure that my back was straight and my chin was kind of tucked in a little bit yeah everything that i thought you know a victorian gentleman should be mm-hmm. i had to learn to do that and keep it going throughout the entire uh throughout the entire play and that was probably one of the hardest things i've ever had to do because mm-hmm. all the other characters i've played I'm just a guy, you know. Yeah. I'm either a guy or or I was a redneck or whatever, and those are easy by comparison.
0: Oh yeah, those are caricatures. So yeah, they're caricatures,
1: but you know, Ernest is. I mean, probably for the time, a bit more of a caricature. Yeah. But This is very complex uh, stuff that you have to do to sell the idea of you really being a part of that that culture.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that was interesting to me.
0: So we talked about one of the more challenging characters that you played with mm. Ernest. Um yeah. But I want to hear the most ridiculous or funniest character.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's definitely got to be the Woody Allen character for Played Against Sam. Okay. That character is... The character's name was Alan Felix, I think. And uh, it was basically just being me the entire time just saying words that were written down for me yeah uh, that's basically what the director wanted she wanted me to just be very nervous and the rest would carry itself and uh yeah he's i guess he's the funniest character Uh, alan felix has got to be the funniest and probably got the most laughs but the thing is is that that play, it's it's about a I guess about an hour and a half long, mm-hmm. um, and the page count for the play I guess was like seventy five eighty pages, okay, and sixty pages of it was just my dialogue. What really? Yeah, it was. It's almost all monologues
0: oh, from that character. Oh, got
1: it. Yeah, it. I had to learn all of that and had to learn it in two months and that was first of all that was really fucking hard Um, yeah Vanities
0: was like that for me too
1: and second of all he doesn't ever shut up (laughs) the character never shuts up I don't get a break like it it's me the whole time upstate up on the stage for 90 minutes yabbing my gab uh, about how neurotic everything in the world is and 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 Oh, I'm so nervous! Oh, oh my God! I don't know if I can, I can handle this. Oh, I better, I better talk about Casablanca for the next thirty-five minutes, and and visualize Bogart talking to me. That's what I'm gonna do. Sure is. That that was um, that was definitely how I played that character
0: i've never seen that show so
1: he's like a new york film critic it's you know it's woody yeah. allen so he's yeah just, just this n- n- sad sack uh new yorker uh yeah. yeah that that one i'm just trying to think if there's anything else that I face to that. is
0: terrifying what <laughs> were you looking at
1: i suddenly felt very much on the spot to come up with a finisher oh. <laughs> i was like i've got nothing <laughs> what <laughs> am i gonna do how do i close this so i just stared off into the middle distance for a hot five seconds (laughs) trying to figure it all out that ever happening you just kind of just stop like everything in your your daily functioning just grinds to a halt and you just stare and you're like what am i gonna do next
0: like you're mentally browsing through Netflix. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah I was just trying to find the right movie on Netflix in your head,
0: yeah. <laughs> which is a never-ending process. Yeah, oh my god, okay. you just eventually settle.
1: Mm-hmm. So, what, what what about you? What's what's the the funniest, craziest? Um, I've got two that stick out of my head. Yeah.
0: Um, the funniest character I've ever played. Oh, there's actually two. Um but I will say, like, the the most, the, the 24-hour play festival that we did at school.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was
0: playing a drunk stepsister who apparently has a thing for my stepbrother, and I actually have to kiss him <laughs> in the show. It was really awkward. Of course, we only have eight hours to learn this piece. Yeah. And I literally stumble out there, and I'm wearing like, in a, like a, a tiara that's skewed, and he's like, why are you wearing a tiara? And I literally look at him and go, because I'm a fucking princess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did Colin write that
0: one? No, I think no, it was actually, one? it was um, M. Oh. So funniest one was definitely the 24 hour festival because it was just so ridiculous. Also my, um, the guy that I was acting with is definitely gay. And I had to kiss him, and he was like, ew. Every time he would freak out, <laughs> he would be, like, startled. And it was just like a pop kiss, like, tsk, but every time he would, like, recoil oh, physically.
1: One of, the, one of the people, one of the girls that I did a play with, I did earnest with this girl, and she was my love interest, and we're supposed to kiss a couple of times in that play. Mm-hmm. And she would intentionally eat things that were filled with onions and garlic right before, <laughs> just to fuck with me. <laughs> Oh my god it was like making out with a trash can it was awful (laughs) like imagine going up to a sweaty construction worker working in that hot georgia sun all day yeah he put on a little deodorant but it it wasn't enough he ran out that morning and he didn't have time to go and pick up some more from the kroger he's been fucking slugging it this entire day okay this guy is sweaty He's got dirt everywhere. He's, he's just, ugh, it's awful. Imagine, if you will, going up into his little armpit and then sucking on his armpit hairs like the teat from your mother's nipple. That is what it tasted like to have to make out with this woman during this play.
0: Oh, I can't
1: it was really fucking bad it was so fucking bad dude like I, I just couldn't understand why would you want to do that to a fellow respected actor whatever
0: oh I told you
1: the sound guy is dying right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <clears throat> just wish things could be different, you know. Yeah. I just wish maybe she thought, you know, what instead of um, stuffing my my mouth with three day old hot garbage, um, instead I'll brush my teeth like a normal goddamn human being, and n- not try to, you know, breathe the breath of life down my co actor's throat. Just a suggestion, though. <laughs>
0: So for anybody who thought that when you kiss on stage, it's romantic, we're here to tell you that it is
1: absolutely not. (laughs) It's probably the least romantic thing I can think of.
0: It's robotic at best. (sighs) Yeah.
1: boy. Yeah, it's so (laughs) awkward. Oh, man. Um, And one time, one one girl that I was in a play with, she actually put some gusto into it, Mm -hmm. and I wasn't expecting it, and she like shoved her tongue into my mouth, and I was like, whoa my parents are in the audience <laughs> my dad my dad and my stepmom I think were in the audience that night and she just went <laughs> like the fucking second mouth out of a xenomorph just <clears throat> trying to attach itself to my uvula <laughs> it's very, very uncomfortable
0: so okay So talking about characters and improv and honestly a lot of what we talked about, have you ever broken character on stage? Yes. Oh, tell me about
1: that. I've broken character once, um, and it was during Played Against Sam. Okay. There is a scene where uh, I think we're about to do like a uh, sort of like a double date for the characters, and they brought, and my character's friends brought over this girl Mm Mm-hmm. my character's trying to impress her yeah so we're sitting down on the couch and the couch is facing you know directly to the audience and the couch is about five feet away from the edge of the stage Mm -hmm. and there's a table with stuff on it there's like a bowl full of popcorn and um what i'm supposed to do is at the end of this segment where i'm trying to act really smooth i'm supposed to lift my legs up in the air cross them all smooth like and then immediately (laughs) hit the popcorn bowl and have it bounce up and splash into mine and the girl character's face okay that's how that's how the gag's supposed to work and you know it gets laughs whatever Uh um well one night we were doing that scene and I kind of wasn't paying attention, really, to where my foot's going because I was, because there was so much dialogue going on and a lot of really complicated movements. Yeah. I was trying to make sure that everything was just going to work. Yeah, you know? um, And I ended up uh, swinging my leg down way too hard <laughs> and in the wrong spot of the bowl. So I hit the bowl at an angle like two times faster than I usually hit it. And it just goes pop and spins out into the audience. And on the front row, I just see it almost in slow motion, this bowl of popcorn spinning in the air. And it just smacks this old, old lady right in the nose. And she jumps and swings her arms around. And she goes, oh, oh my. You know, just. (laughs) And I couldn't do anything other than go. I just went. Oh no. And just pushed my hand on my face to cover my mouth out of shame (laughs) and concern for this fucking senior living lady. God, it it was so awful. I felt so bad for her. I actually did break character at that moment. And I shouldn't have, you know, because professionalism or whatever. But I, I thought I. I thought I killed her for a second, <laughs> and I just go sorry because the whole audience knew what had happened.
0: Yeah, they all
1: see this old lady get beamed in the face with a yeah. bowl of popcorn, and right after that scene's over, there's a intermission because I think it goes into Act Two, and I come back out, and she's gone. <laughs> she's just gone. Her and like three other people that were sitting with her are just fucking out of there. <laughs> Oh, come geez. back for the rest of the play <laughs> i think they just left <laughs> hopefully they didn't have to take the poor lady to the hospital um because oopsie poopsie
0: <laughs> That was an awesome story i can't believe we didn't open with that story <laughs> i'm crying right now
1: <laughs> let's just leave it on that i assaulted an old woman with a bowl so, Someone's going to play that over like a deposition 30 years down the line. It's like, see, he's not fit to be president of the United States of Death Town Because, you know, <laughs> global warming. It's just going to be awful.
0: All right. On that note, I think that's a wrap. So <laughs> thanks for joining us today. Thank I'm Leeps.
1: <laughs> I'm Andrew.
0: <laughs> and?
1: You don't know me.
0: Shut up and sit down. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. That's you don't know me. Feel free to also follow us on social media at YDKM Podcast or check out our website at ydkmpodcast.com. As usual, the music in this episode is from binsounds.com. That's B-E-N-S-O-U-N-D-S dot com.